everybody. I'm sure everyone has missed me because um, I was off last week, but you got to listen to Christopher and Matt. So I'm, and I know that that was entertaining. So Val Pancakes here, in case you may have forgotten. Um, joining me tonight on the stack, I have the golf father, Dale Springs. How's it going, guys? And thank you for having me, Val. I really appreciate this. And thank you, Bald Monkeys. Yes, thank you to Christopher for setting this one up. Um, I'm excited to talk with you. Um, we were talking a little bit before we um, hopped on. You yep. seem like you should seem like we're having some fun. But oh, yeah. um, I was sent a list of the places that you have worked. And um, sweet baby Jay, um, you've been um, or will be uh, almost everywhere by the looks of things. Yep. Um, the, ones, <laughs> the ones that stuck out to me were um, Elevate Pro, New South, uh, Revolt Pro Wrestling, IPW Hardcore, Heroes and Legends, Best Wrestling, School of Morton, Ignite, OVW, Emerge, Versus Pro, 5CC, and Without a Cause among a myriad of others. Yes. It's been, it's been great. Uh, and that's only in a span of four, almost four years now, coming in May. That'll uh, be four years. So you've only been wrestling for four years and you've been yeah. in so and two I, of those two of those were pandemic years? Yeah. So technically uh I go by basically my first match. I don't know. I, I feel like some guys may go by just as soon as they started training. But I go by my uh first match, which was in May 19th of 2018. Um but then training wise, I started like right after high school in 2017. So it's it's always like, hey, I hit I hit this this year in May, and then once July comes, like, oh yeah, I just hit this as soon as I got into the industry. So it's I always keep tracking them too. Uh, but yeah, I I, I got around a lot. <laughs> I'd say, I just imagine you like driving from you know like making towns in a golf cart now if i could have one like decked out to where it would go uh faster than maybe 15 miles per hour then yeah i would love that but that doesn't happen have you ever like done your entrance on a golf cart like <sighs> so all right, i'm gonna, li- li- I'm gonna give you a little info insight so elevate pro our big show our mania show is uh Let's see. I got to look on my wall over here. Ultimate Valor. That's that's our main show. That's our biggest show of the year. Um, we were going to a basically the Civic Center in Chalmette, Louisiana. I'm not too familiar with the name right now of the exact place, but I know it's a, like a Civic Center. Um, and that was our third anniversary, 2019. I kept asking them to get me a golf cart. And I was like, Look, if the mayor is going to, or yeah, the mayor of that parish is going to basically help us run this show and he's helping basically cover a lot of stuff. I was like, All right. why are you asking for a golf cart? Didn't get the golf cart, but at, like that was my main goal was to try to get some kind of golf cart entrance. And it has to be like a really big show. It can't just be any show. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, like you want it to be special. Exactly. It has not happened yet, sadly. But I, it's it's in my mind. Like I'm telling you right now, as soon as you just brought that up, like 
just all that all the the ideas that i've came up with long ago like that's that was one of them and it's still there and still haven't haven't had it done yet petition to get this man a golf cart entrance this shouldn't be hard exactly but apparently not everybody has golf carts i mean can you just like take one out for like a test drive do you test drive golf carts i don't know how that works uh i i would think well in that sense in chalmette the new orleans area i would think the mayor could have possibly got one especially if maybe like the police of that area had one at their station maybe or maybe he had one himself but it's more of i would have to ask people around if they had one and if they would willingly let me borrow it and then try but, but use it for, for wrestling Exactly. I think I'm using it for golf or use a joyride, but really it's just for like maybe a minute, minute long. But still hasn't happened. Well, I hope that someday you can fulfill that, that, I don't know, wish or milestone of having a golf cart entrance. Fingers crossed. I look forward to it. Thank you. I, that would be the day. That will be probably my greatest achievement. <laughs> <laughs> it's a golf cart entry. No, right. Nothing else. No no championship wins. No like big debuts. It just has to be the golf cart entrance, and then I'll be content. I mean, makes sense to me. Exactly. Do you want, like, I'm sure you would take just, like, a normal golf cart, but, like, what if? Like, would you put like, would you like want like lights on it? Like, would you want it to be fancy? I I honestly, I just don't want to look, make it look like a rinky dink, trashy golf cart. Like I would rather look nice. So if someone had it decked out with lights and whatnot. Sure. Nice. If I can nice. stick my logo on the side of it. Sure. It's like the Dale Springs sponsor golf cart. Exactly. Nice. Maybe they can like maybe they can find somebody to drive you to the ring and like, oh, we just need to use your golf cart. I mean, look, you're you're riding it. You're riding the idea yourself. It has to happen at this point. <laughs> so feel free to take that. Do what you will with it. I really hope that you get a golf cart entrance someday. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> um, but what? were you like as a child what was a young golf father look like maybe like a golf son a golf young man however the golf son um <laughs> the little golf son uh it it was very uh i was very stand out outish in a sense um to me I had a hard time making friends and kind of like connecting with people because of, of the fact that I developed uh, ADHD at such a young age and and it was before like the medication that I was given that I was just always like everywhere. And then like at six years old, my cousins and my dad as well showed me like wrestling and so literally since I was six, I cannot talk about anything else but wrestling. And so 
I remember one day bringing like this WWE uh, program to school <laughs> and they had like Kelly Kelly on there and Trish Stratus and Lita and then like Tori Wilson, like some of the girls, some of them are like half naked in a sense, like, and the six year old, seven year old Dale is in school reading this and it's a big program too. And then I like, I just want to know what my teachers were thinking about that because obviously now looking back is like maybe I shouldn't have brought that but like like I said like wrestling was like my like main focus since like six years old and uh like that people were kind of like not I couldn't find friends for a while that were like into it until like middle school and high school and then that's when I was able to make more friends because of that and uh I did a few sports around all those those uh stages of my life. A little bit of baseball, some basketball. Um I tried out for middle school football. Wasn't my thing. I love watching it. I just I don't know. For some reason I like to throw myself around in a ring and and perform like that, but I, apparently I can't do real football. So I don't know what it is. But other than that, um it's I guess I'm always been different from most people and I just kind of ran with it in a sense that I didn't really need to fit in you need to be your own person and um at the end of the day it's it's me against the world so uh yeah <laughs> um I was like, I should have called you the golf little lad because, <laughs> because golf is Scottish, right? And that's like a right. Scottish thing. So like little lad, uh, <laughs> but it sounds like you kind of kept yourself busy doing a lot of different things. So, and that you were big into wrestling from the time you were little to till now, most likely. Um, <laughs> how did you decide to pursue wrestling? Well, like I said, like wrestling was the main focus that I had. And sadly, I think it cost me my my one-way trip to college um, because I put so much time and effort into watching wrestling and talking about wrestling for so much and so long that like, yeah, I graduated, but I couldn't get into college. Like they were going to ask so much out of pocket. So, like I told, like I said earlier, um, 2017, right after I, I graduated, gave it a few months to like July, summer, July. Um, I found Elevate Pro from my friend Simon, Simon Phillips, and he brought me down there one, one training. And I was like, you know what? I was like, this is my, my one way ticket. It's like, let's do it. And then from then on, it just, stuck so you trained and at elevate pro then yes uh basically since from 2017 to about 2021 uh but now uh because there's just some there's some situations going on uh with elevate since there was a hurricane that hit in 2021 august 
Uh, we're kind of trying to get back, get our feet back up. So I've been training with Joey Jackson up in Crowley, which is around Lafayette, Louisiana, and uh, been working and uh, doing training at his facility since late 2021 till now. And uh, it's been a big help. And Braxton Hunter's there as well, Hunter Law. Uh, and then we kind of like all do our stuff together and then we help the newer guys. So I'm so glad I'm able to get in the ring uh, even though there's just, since my actual home is not able to do anything right now, I have another option. So it's been good. Nice. What were some of the best things you learned while training? Like the things that like you, you take to heart for every match or the things that like replay in your head and stuff? Um, well, definitely. I know that it's changed so much since it's been four years now. Uh, my anxiety before matches is not as bad as it was my very first match, which will, I'm a shout out Sean Kemp for being my very first match. Uh, and he walked me through it and talked me through it. Like I know he could tell how nervous I was. Um, but that the anxiety is, I just know that I just got to trust myself, trust my opponent and trust that we're going to be all right. Um, I have learned not to really care what other people say in a sense, especially if they don't even know me. Like they all, there's a lot of people in the wrestling industry that kind of just make assumptions of people without actually meeting them. And I've had a few people think I'm like a dickhead or have an ego without even like actually meeting me. And I think it's because of like, almost like the character. Uh, and then what I say online like it's you if you take away character and then actually meet the person they can either be two different people or maybe that is who they are in real life but with me it's it's definitely two different people and so I've learned not to really care for that for what other people say because some of them haven't met me so you gotta you gotta at least not assume before actually judging people um and then that it's it's not just ring work that that gets you places it's you gotta there's like three pieces to the puzzle it's the the promo work the social media work and then obviously ring work uh so if you're not putting any time and effort in one of them yeah you can have you can be great in ring great promos but if you're not promoting yourself, then who's going to know who you are? And like, say me in Louisiana, like who, who's going to know Dell Springs besides people in Louisiana. So there's a lot of aspects that go into, especially being a professional wrestler that I think not a lot of wrestlers take to account because all they would care about is wrestling and not the, social media or promo work or gym time. So I've learned basically all that since I started. And I appreciate all this, all this stuff that I learned from Ben, Benjamin Woods and, and Brittany and, and even, even Alex Cruz, uh, even though he left in 2019, uh, I learned a lot from him as well.
So who has had the most influence on you both in and out of the ring? So your wrestling influence and then like your life influence. It can okay. be the same person too if you want it to be. Gotcha. Uh, definitely in, in out of life or out of wrestling, it's it's always going to be my dad. Uh, uh, we, we've always had some kind of special bond together and no matter what, I always go to him uh, questioning anything I have concerns about and sometimes whenever I feel a little down about like just the future because I, I like ADHD like I'm focused on it but then I like I start worrying about stuff that's not even happened yet and I'll go to him about it and he, he helps me out a lot uh, and I can never thank him enough and then definitely in ring and wrestling it's it's always going to be Ben Woods uh he helped me shape myself into who I am today um kind of steered me to the right direction uh from not being an ego egotistical guy in, in the business and uh he's really shaped me to be a better person be a better man and a better wrestler and to help even the newer guys that come up and I just he's he has a lot of knowledge and I wish a lot of more guys that came through Elevate would have gave him a lot more uh time and effort and uh respecting him a little bit more so what are your future like plans with wrestling like where do you what is something you want to achieve or where do you expect to go and like what keeps you motivated to keep keep going um well i've always told people it's a 10-year goal 10-year span uh, from when I started to when it comes time. Uh, I don't want to be one of those guys that stays in the business longer than I should if I'm not anywhere. And to the point where I get uh, upset that the newer guys are taking my spot or yada, yada. <laughs> but um, definitely just just don't want to waste too much time. Like I, I started young. I want to be able to, if I don't get signed anywhere, I want to be able to get out of it and say, Hey, I got the travel of the world. I got to see places I've never been, meet new people, make friends. And then after that, if I didn't make it, I didn't make it. Uh, so I either go by the year I started or my age. So probably about 31, 32 is whenever I might call it quits if I didn't get anywhere. Um, and then what was it? What was the second part? Oh, like what keeps you motivated? Like how do you keep like progressing? And gotcha. Oh, um, going everywhere you go because you go all the places. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the simple fact that I just, I'm so driven about wrestling and it's always been about wrestling that I, I really cannot see myself doing anything else. Um, I, I tell people all the time that are close to me that I hate my shoot job, any shoot job I've ever had. I just, it does not seem like I need to be here. Uh, like anything I'm doing outside of wrestling, like job wise, I just don't like it. 
And then, but when I'm in the ring or when I'm around those people and, and just doing wrestling, it feels right. It feels like I'm supposed to be doing that. And so that motivation and the people closer to me, the family, uh, you know, they, they, they support me since day one and I just keep going. That's honestly all of the motivation I need to keep doing what I love. What would you say, uh, at least to this point, has been your greatest achievement in wrestling? And that can be like a title or it can be like a, a series of matches, whatever a greatest achievement means to you. Um, I will say the greatest achievement is the fact that I'm not just a, a hometown guy. I'm a traveling guy. And then like, whenever I go to these different states and I tell them where I'm from, they're like, you're from Louisiana. They, you, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm from Louisiana. And they're like, bro, what? Like, that's so crazy. And they like, keep asking me about all that and ask me like, right after they asked me about that, they asked me like how long I've been wrestling and all this and that. So like, it's that idea that I've traveled however many states and how many men, however many places so far is that greatest achievement because because of wrestling I'm like I said I've been able to go to different states that I haven't been to yet personally and uh, get to wrestle different people and see different fans and crowds and uh, different setups and different styles of wrestling and honestly just all that comes together as like that's the biggest achievement that I could ever have. So on the flip side of that, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but um, what has been the greatest obstacle that you've overcome in wrestling? Um, I would say, and it's not even, it's no, it's not injuries. It's, I would even say it's the hump of going over the idea of being maybe egotistical it's it was the time between 2018 and 2020 uh when i first started i didn't have a car and so basically my bookings would be bookings with guys i had trained with and my my trainer alex at the time uh we'd all get bookings together so it kind of hurts me to see other guys that are maybe even less years than me having like a couple hundred matches already. But then like me, I've had a hundred, 101 now. And it's because of that one obstacle of not having a vehicle and not being able to travel myself uh, until 2020. Uh, I'd say that that was the biggest thing that was holding me back. <coughs> and I'm glad now that I'm able to be financially stable enough to have a vehicle for so long now and be able to travel and go different places. Yeah, I can imagine where that would be. Yeah. Um, 
So if you could go back in time and wrestle yourself as your first match or go forward in time and wrestle yourself five years from now, which would you pick to do and why? Oh, man. So I think my if I would go back in time, like I told you, I had so much anxiety for that very first match. I don't think my my younger self would be able to outlast myself now. But going to the future, I might be 10 times better, 10 times more knowledgeable. And that's probably the easier route because I can just pick my brain, my own self's brain and try to take that back. So I'll probably say the future and see how much more developed I've gotten in like five years, you said. Uh, see where I've been and, and see more how different my wrestling is at that point. So I would say I'd say the future. So if you had an action figure of yourself, and it was one of the ones that like you could have it make it say phrases and stuff. Um, what phrases would you want it to say? And then what accessories would it come with? Uh, definitely a golf cart. It would get a golf cart. Hell yeah. Golf cart, <laughs> clubs, a quiet sign, uh, the, the golf hat, the glove. I think the glove should be, it should be able to come on and off. Um, I think the phrases honestly should be on honestly one of them should just be to shush like to be quiet uh i like to yell out my the name of the my moves a lot so i think it should say a bunch of my moves like the hole in one the nine iron amen's corner uh the stinger the three wood uh and then the top it off it should end it with because uh, I'm the man under par, but above you all. Nice. I like that very well thought out. Thank you. So we, you and I were kind of talking before we got on air. Because uh, I asked you if you really like to golf. <laughs> because right. I didn't know if it was just like a gimmick and you just hated golfing. But you said that you do really like to golf. Yeah. And that you were fairly good at it, if I recall. Yeah, I'm all right for an amateur. <laughs> so, because I was, like I said, I was curious if you really liked golf or not, because I hate golf, but more power to you if you enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You should like definitely get a golf cart though and you should just use it for your entrances and not actually on the golf course so if i had the time infinite money one, yes that too <laughs> one and just travel with it like connected to my vehicle i would totally do that but obviously that's not not that's not now maybe later but definitely the the entrance with the golf cart is gonna have to happen 110% agree when it happens I I probably won't be there but I would love to see a video of it and I'm sure that that would go very well on social media exactly 
Hell yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite golf club? Uh, like like I, your go-to golf club? I would say, because I bought it, it was actually like my first club that I bought myself because I actually had my dad's hand-me-downs and they, like, I really enjoy them. Uh, I got a 52-degree wedge and I use that mainly, like, being closer to the green. So right before I would get on, uh, if I had a approach shot um, to get to the green, I would use the 52 to either flop it onto the green or even do a little uh, bounce and then let it go down as close as it can to the hole. Uh, so definitely that since that was one of my first actual purchases of a club. Did you name it? No, I did not. I have not actually done any sort of naming of my clubs. I know that there are some that are called like the Big Bertha. Uh, I forgot what company clubs are those, but I know some of them are called Big Bertha. I just didn't know if you like if it's your like if you would have named it like ah oh, well Henry here. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, actually, I didn't think of that yet, but I might have to. I might have well, to. Oh, Sally, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Sally. Uh, I just think that those would be really good names for a, for a golf club. I guess I don't really know. <laughs> it could be. I think so. I think so. <laughs> Caddy though. Pitching wedge? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's going off the rails. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> um, if you could create your own title, what would it be for and how would it be defended? It's got to be defended. It's going to be something with golf. And the way to win it is that you have to go on a, a putt-putt course and you have to beat me in a putt-putt, like in, in all 18 holes of putt-putt. That's how it has to be defended. No wrestling, just putt-putt. Nope, no wrestling. It has to go with the gimmick. So if you want the match, you got to find a, a putt-putt course, we go play. <laughs> nice. I like that. Would like would you broadcast the whole like would you like stream the whole match then or would it just be like non-streaming? No, it would have to be streamed because then what if what if the outcomes out the outcome is shown and they're like, but how do we actually know they won, or how do we know you won? So you gotta you gotta I think it needs to be live either live stream on, on like YouTube or Facebook or Twitch, Zoom, whatever you got to do. I think it needs to be live. I'd be down. I'd wa- I'd probably watch that. Oh, yeah. Especially if there was like, you know, like shit talking and stuff like, which of course there would be. Definitely. Especially if it's. it's and promos on each other. Huh? Cutting promos on each other. Okay. While we're doing it and then trying to like cheat by like talking in their in their back swing. Yeah. That sounds like a fine idea. <laughs> uh, so other than like your gear and your phone, 
what can you not leave for a wrestling trip without? Like, what is something that you always take with you? And it can be, like, normal or, like, weird. Oh, my fanny pack. No doubt. It has to be. Nice. It's so then I don't have to put everything in my pockets. Uh, I put, like, my wallet in there, my extra chargers, uh, mask, whenever they need it. And I don't even know. I think I have a Sharpie in there that I actually put in there from one of the shows, but definitely has to be the fanny pack because I have so many different pins on it. And, uh, like, people like to see that. Like, they, they, they're like, oh, that's cool. And then they, like, pinpoint which ones they see and they like and they know who, what it is. So you have pins on your fanny pack? Yes, actually. Ooh, you're going to show off your fanny pack. Yeah, it's right here. So, got. Ooh, you do have a lot of pins months. on your fanny pack. Bunch of different pins. Do you have a favorite pin? Uh, I would say either the Spider-Man one here, because Spider-Man is my favorite superhero, or this, where is that? The Obi-Wan Kenobi. It says hello there. Aw. Sounds cute. <laughs> Nice. Thank you. So you like Star Wars and yes. superheroes. Exactly. Nice. In addition to wrestling. Yes. <laughs> What's the weirdest request you've gotten from a fan? <sighs> that you can like, you know. Uh basically one fan has totally asked me to do a custom match and then another fan asked me to send them my undergarments and I instantly blocked them and I was like no could not do that I know that that's a thing that people do yes why I cannot tell you it, it really came out the blue, too, because I've never talked to the guy, either one of them, actually. Like, they both just randomly messaged me, and it's, like, obviously at different times, but like they, those are the, the biggest two things that I've ever had that was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> never. I will never do it. Fair. That's, like, I don't know. I mean, you almost admire, like, just the, ten, like, the, the, just the balls to do that, like, the courage to just message somebody and ask them for it, but, like, a little awkward. Yeah, people are, there's some weird people out there. It just, and they like, love wrestling. Yep. <laughs> so much that they want your underwear. <laughs> So, what is the wrestling word that you use most outside of wrestling? Um, <laughs> oh, man. Either shoot, like, it's a shoot brother, or definitely brother. <laughs> I say brother a lot, just just because it, you know, the brother-brother thing. So, instead of just messing, like, calling my friends, like, buddy or anything, I'm like, what's up, brother? Definitely, definitely either or. Nice. <laughs> most most wrestlers usually say gimmick. Gimmick. 
I, I, really don't, I really don't use that term. Like, for some reason, I just never have. I'll say character, but I've never, I don't think I really ever say gimmick. Like, anything's a gimmick. Like, the merch is a gimmick. That over there is a gimmick. <laughs> like, you put the gimmick on the gimmick. Like, <laughs> but, like, mine, like, I'm not a wrestler by any stretch of imagination, but I've been involved with my local promotion for, like, 10 years. And so, like, all of my friends are involved in wrestling at this point in my life. And so I hear that shit all the time. And the one thing that I've picked up at Ice a lot is pop. Like, oh, that popped me. Mm. Like, that's kind of mine. I've heard that all wrong. I just haven't. Like, there's there's just not a lot that I kind of, like, take away other than just, like, those two. Uh, maybe a slight gimmick. Like, gimmick is slightly there. But brother and shoot are the ones I use a lot. Nice. I like that every like everybody has one though. Like the words that they use, if you use it around the wrong person, they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And then you have to explain it, and then right. you just like, "It's like, well, now I sound dumb." <laughs> but yeah, so that's exciting. <laughs> so you travel a whole bunch, travel yes. all the time, all, all kinds of traveling. So, what do you like to listen to when you travel? Uh mainly rock in a sense uh and some some rap um i have a uh playlist for rap where it's called the good ish so uh no good shit i didn't put shit i just put shit and a bunch of (laughs) but uh it's a bunch of suicide boys um then i add like a trippy red song in there for some reason and then i added some rock songs in there and some like heavy metal and stuff like that so just that because i work out with that that playlist too so though that kind of music and then then there'll just be some random songs in there some like britney spears or, or some lady gaga or some uh oh lord some man random just random no country though Absolutely no country. Can't do it. None? No. You live in Louisiana. I can't do it. It's the country now is. Country now is terrible. Like pop country at this point. But like maybe Johnny Cash, if I really wanted to, yeah. Or some older like 90s country. 90s country is lit. Exactly. But any anything like now, early 2000s, 2010s. Late, late 2000s, my bad. Late 2000s, early 10s, and then now, no. Can't. I feel you 110%. Anything that came out, like, after I graduated high school is not a country song that I want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, but 90s country, hell yeah. yeah. Give me some, like, Garth Brooks, Reba McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Can't go wrong. <laughs> What is the most surprising song on your on your playlist? Like the one would be like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> um based on that reaction, this is gonna be good. I gotta I gotta think about that because I don't know. I, I think a lot of people, like I said, like I, I listen to a lot of rock, like metal and some rap that they probably wouldn't think that I would like a song by like gaga or, or katie perry or 
anything like that. Uh, like I like, there's some guys like Rex Orange County that I really like. Uh, the Killers. Like, there's a bunch, bunch of guys and, and girls like that that I really like. Um, so I'm also trying to look at it while you ask that question. Oh my God, the biggest, like, the questionable song. You can call it a guilty pleasure if you want, but like, I wouldn't. Because... Oh, every, every time we touch that it's, that's a go-to it's a given that that or four chords if you've never heard of four chords by key of awesome or axis of awesome it's one of the two names give it a listen it's basically a song with a bunch of of big name songs together because they all have the same four chords and so this youtube slash band made a song about it and it's really awesome and anytime i play it people are like what is this and i'm like dude just listen to it and this it just goes from different songs and stuff like taking bits from them it's amazing uh definitely that and then obviously every time we touch it's just guilty pleasure obviously every time we touch <laughs> do you like do you listen to podcasts or are you not a podcast guy uh something to wrestle with bruce pritchard I used to listen to a lot of uh, Talk is Jericho. I haven't in a while. I, I, I just don't know why. Um, Sam Roberts I've listened to recently a little bit. Um, other than that, just really those main three, four that I do. Def- but definitely something to wrestle with is like right there. That's always been my go-to. So being on the road, I am a snackosaurus rex. I love snacks. I love hearing about what other people have for snacks. Mm-hmm. So what are your go-to like road snacks? Uh, if I can get them at a certain gas station or any gas station that they have them, the sweet tart chews, but sour, the sour chews. Um, if not that, any time of the day, Skittles. Um, if not those, and if I can find a Bucky's that I finally got onto was the Beaver Nuggets, the sea salt caramel to die for. You you gotta go to Bucky's. You gotta go to Bucky's. I want to, but Thanks. I live in Nebraska. Oh well, <laughs> we um, don't have those up here. I'm very sorry, but if you ever go down, you south, don't live here. I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you go down south, Texas. Uh, I wish Louisiana had when they were, but then we had the flood in 2016, so we canceled those plans. Uh, Bama and Florida, on that line there, they all at least have one or more. So if you ever go to any of those, you'll find a Bucky's. So what are so those are your like snack choices? Like where do you go for like what do you do for beverages? Are you just like a water guy or like? Um, usually, usually people have like some go-to energy drink they like to tell me about. Bangs, definitely bangs. If it's an energy drink, uh, either the Froze Rose, the green crisp apple, uh, or if they don't have those two, sour heads or the watermelon. I don't know the actual official name. I just know it's watermelon. Um, drink wise, mainly it's just Coke Zero, 
Uh, if I don't want to drink water for the whole day, but still drink the water, I'll get a Coke Zero. And then a guilty pleasure would be a Dr. Pepper if I decided to just say, screw it. Dr. Peppers are good, though. <laughs> I mean, definitely. That's my number one favorite drink. But, I mean, obviously, the last few years, I was like, it's not, it's not really good for me. So let's try to do something else. And I was like, oh, look, Coke Zero. I love the Coke Zero, honestly. Nice. Good. I'm, I maybe i should try it i don't know i mean i, I don't like i, I don't it. like normal coke coca-cola i do not like it 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 makes my teeth feel weird i don't know what it is and then diet coke yeah it's gross but coke zero is like literally in between them and mm. doesn't make my teeth feel weird it doesn't taste like diet coke it's just like it's the really good one it's like the middle child nice We'll check out. <laughs> Who do you usually travel with, or do you travel by yourself mostly? Um, do you have any like travel buddies? Yes. Uh, when when we are on the same show, it would be Braxton Hunter. Um, if we are on the same shows, uh, when I go to Milton, Florida for CWF, it's me and the caddy. Um, and then Gerald the ref, if he needs a ride. Uh, and then if not, if it's just me going around the world or the country at this point, uh, it's just me. Okay. What has been one of your favorite cities to wrestle in? Um, I had a guilty pleasure with Oregon and Portland when I went there one night up there for DOA Pro. It was uh, at in a comedy show, the crowd was into every single match, uh, including mine. And it, I mean, it was small. Obviously, it's a comedy place, but now that I've seen where they're working at now, and they're getting like they have huge crowds. And when I go back up there in June, I think it's going to be even a better response than last time. I think it's going to be a lot more fun. Um, definitely there. Uh, definitely, uh, Washington, Washington that I just went to, I was, I think it was Everett for without a cause, uh, that, that, that building was so iconic. As soon as I went up the steps to just to go see the ring, say hello to everybody. Like I had goosebumps cause I saw the, the neon sign, right, right above the ring. And I was like, Oh, what? I was like, uh-huh. I was like hold on. I was like, I gotta take a picture of this right quick. And I took the picture posted it and I was like this is just surreal uh crowd was awesome uh, like uh it was something I needed that weekend I did recently two weekends ago was a weekend I needed and definitely that that city was awesome to wrestle for and I would love to eventually go back at some point in 2022 So what is your favorite move to take and what is your favorite move to give? Oh, um, favorite move, favorite move to give, uh, will be the nine iron, which is the brain buster on the knee. Uh, love to get it, give it to people. Cause then it just looks sick all the time. Um, especially if I used to, I did it one time with a guy 
uh, where I kind of like crumbled with it because he was working my knee. And so I made it look like a last resort and hit it. And then we both just fall. But then I've been secretly just been doing it the whole time since, but not really trying to. It's just my body's just now used to just going like that. It looks devastating. Um, move to take. Ah, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm I'm a I'm a fan with a with a pile driver if if it's safe. Um, any sort of uh, backbreaker, backstabber, uh, cutters are like you know. I think everybody will say a cutter, if anything. Um, um I guess I guess it's just those those kind of moves there. So do you have any pre-match rituals? Uh, yes. So I go over the match a bunch of times, ADHD, so I have to. Uh, and then, like, right before my match, like, I'll watch every match before mine if I get the chance. And then right before mine, I'll definitely watch it, go over the match one more time. And then right before they're announcing, uh, I'll say a quick prayer and say it. Uh, make sure my opponent's gonna be good. I'm gonna be good. We're both gonna come, go back home safe. And then I say that I uh, kind of like give a little nod to my grandmother who passed away two, no, I think three days after my debut match. So Aww. always kind of give her that too right before, and then we go go right out the go right through the entrance. So. That's kind of what I do. And I and I and I talk to people too. Um I like to talk to a lot of the guys and even give them some tips even after their matches. If they even ask or not, like I that's why I try to watch the matches now. I know a lot of guys have that issue. I know they don't really watch the matches before theirs or after theirs. I like to do that, especially for newer guys, because then I can be like, hey. I, your match was good or hey you may you may need to do something different with this especially with the crowds uh because newer guys they're kind of just gonna go through the flow instead of like actually either working the character working the crowd um or they'll go too fast too slow so i like to watch the match and then let them know like hey let's do this differently next time or hey you did really good with this uh so it's really helping the newer guys and then the the prayer right before that I like to do. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with all the traveling that you do, because you've literally, like, you've wrestled in Oregon and Washington, and you wrestle in Florida, and the whole expanse in between for the most part. Right. Um <laughs> With all of that travel, you have to have at least one really good travel story where either something really funny happened or something really like exciting or crazy. Like everyone has at least one really good travel story. And I need to hear yours and feel free to censor any names if you need to. Oh, no, I don't have to. It's, uh, <laughs> I think me and Braxton and then one of my caddies at some point, uh, McCoy, I think we'd all, we still talk about it. 
Uh, we were doing a show in Alabama for New Level Pro. Um, one night, we go up there. We did the. I think it was after the show. We go back to uh, the Tricksters, Kaylin Jay's place. Uh, we were staying with him while we're drinking, and for some reason, McCoy was just getting on my nerves. Uh, he was just upsetting me for some reason, and he knew what he was doing. And he kept pissing me off. And so <laughs> where I'm trying to go to sleep because like we gotta wake up early to get back because it was like a six, seven hour drive. And I we needed to get back that Sunday, I think, or that Monday morning, something like that. Um and he takes my spot and I was like, I was like, McCoy, get up. I was like, that is, I you know I'm sleeping there. And he's like, uh, nah, ball, nah, ball. And he does this weird Cajun accent on purpose. And so he was saying stuff like that and uh, and just getting up. He was, like, just upsetting me, and, and he was, like, calling me a gross tit. And I have a video of that. And uh, he was, like, you're a gross tit. And I was, like, I'm not a gross tit. You're a gross tit. And Kaylin goes, gross titties? And I was, like, we're, like, no. We're saying gross tit. And so <laughs> – like that whole night, like he's just messing with me. So like I only got like maybe two hours of sleep. And then I woke them both up because like I was just like, you know what, screw it. Like I was like, screw y'all, we're going, we're going right now. And I woke them both up. I was like, let's go. We get in the car. Neither one of them drove. I drove the whole way back, only two hours of sleep. And then at one point I got them both sleeping. And so I started playing every time we touch and I filmed them in the back sleep backseat sleeping and then I was like bobbing my head and all this like playing the music loud on purpose so like that night was <laughs> something that we uh we always talked about and and McCoy was always doing it he was always trying to piss me off on purpose because he knew he was getting in my head gross titties huh <laughs> not gross tech fair enough <laughs> <laughs> do you have any hidden talents i wish i really wish i could say i do but honestly i'm just a normal guy with no hidden talents and if i did i'd probably be somewhere different right now <laughs> so, I, i'm a good pizza slapper though i guess i guess you could say that but and then in truthful uh sense no 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 hidden talents sadly oh <laughs> i don't have any either it's fine right. <laughs> it's not good at anything i don't tell you <laughs> <laughs> um what hobbies do you have outside of wrestling and, and apparently outside of wrestling and golf uh i used to play like i said i used to play basketball uh, a little bit of baseball, but I, I enjoy uh, spending time with family, with people close to me, my friends. Uh, definitely listening to music and relaxing. Uh, but then most of my time is really in the gym. Definitely, I would say that's a hobby. Uh, so almost every day, every day is almost gym time right after work. Eat, eat, eat my, my, my dinner and then go straight to the gym. 
do what I got to do, come back, have a bowl of cereal, have my protein shake, and then I'm good. So if you could go back in time to see yourself as a 10-year-old, what would you tell a 10-year-old version of yourself? I'd tell that man to not believe everything you you hear and see and definitely keep achieving the idea of being a wrestler, but pay more attention to school. I should, that's what I should have definitely done. All right. So just have a couple more questions and then we're gonna go to Christopher for questions from chat and the lightning round. And then we'll we'll wrap up. So awesome. it's been a true delight. Oh, it's been <laughs> awesome. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. <laughs> so um I don't know if you I feel like you've maybe been in a Twitter space at one point. I have. Um, <laughs> I was like, I feel like I've I've maybe hit you in a Twitter space. So this is, um, I bring it up because this is kind of a question that came out of Twitter spaces. Um, but what is the biggest animal that you could take in a fight using just your hands and no weapons? Ooh. You can pretend uh, it's attacking you so you don't have to like attack a defensive animal. <laughs> uh, that's, wow. That's a, who, who comes up with that? That's crazy. It's, I think wow. the first person I heard ask it was Ron Bass Jr. So of course, of course. <laughs> Ron. I bet he said a bear too, didn't he? I don't honestly I don't remember. Uh but that seems logical. A lot of it, people say bear. Definitely with him. Yeah. Um wow. Animal. Maybe I would say kangaroo. Oh. I know they. I know they. They got hands. I think. I think I could take a kangaroo. Ooh, I wouldn't want to catch feet from a kangaroo. Hey, you you take them down, catch them, and take them down. Well, good luck to you on your upcoming kangaroo fight. Yeah, <laughs> someone needs to book it. Somebody's got to be able to book that here, right? Right. Um. <laughs> So, very important question. Um, how do you take your pancakes? <laughs> uh, I like, honestly, I don't. My mom used to do this, uh, I guess, because she didn't really want to make so many. Uh, she would just make one giant pancake the size of the plate and then just douse it with with uh the syrup so i would say and i I've, I've stuck with it too um i do not like stacks like smaller stacks like i would honestly just take one big old pancake that would probably equal out to a couple of them uh and just douse that thing in syrup okay put a little chocolate chips on it maybe and then we're good Fancy. <laughs> okay well i'm just like I'm just like if I'm doing like basic pancakes, like just syrup is fine by me. Mm. Um, I'm just I'm really glad you didn't say that you prefer waffles. Some people try to go that route with me. It's a little sad. Um, thank you for not choosing waffles. All right, no problem. I appreciate that. 
So this last question, I'm going to take you on like, I'm like, I'm going to take you on like a journey with me. So like, like put yourself in, just, just go with me, take the ride. So imagine that you are going to the store and you're kind of hungry and you want something sweet and you're just like wandering around the store because you're like, you don't really know what you want. But then you like veer down the cookie aisle and you're like, cookies are great. Who doesn't love cookies? I'd love a cookie. So you go to the cookies and there's, you know, so many cookies you can get, but you, when looking at all the cookies you decide you want America's favorite cookie, which is an Oreo. And you go to the little Oreo section and there's all those like crazy flavors and you're like, I don't want any of those. I just want a chocolate cookie with a white cream center, but like there's still options, right? Like you can get like the, the thins or you can get like the regular Oreos or you can get like the double stuffed. Like, so which one are you picking? Uh, you didn't name one special one the mega stuff the mega stuff definitely doing the mega stuff hell yeah i can get behind mega stuff i mean i like i like the cookie like if it was just the cookie itself yeah i love oreos cookie but obviously the whole thing is it being like a sandwich a little sandwich so why not do a bunch of icing in between two cookies yeah no, that makes perfect sense to me. Right. Yeah. No, that's... The unofficial correct answer to the question is double stuffed, but we did not take mega stuff into account. And I will give it to you because the more stuff, the better. Exactly. Exactly. And on that note, Christopher, do we have questions from the chat? Yes, we do. We have a few questions from the chat. You guys actually answered a couple of them as you were talking. So we'll. Uh... Ooh. Fancy. We'll go. We'll go through the ones that were not answered. Uh, so, Kelso Blair in the chat first said you suck, uh, but then said, wow. J- but then said J.K. So, J.K. Uh, yeah, it was rough. Yeah, it was rough at first. Came in hot. Uh, so, Kelso wants to know what is your next biggest goal in racing? Kind of talked about what you want. Your big, what your goal is in racing, but what's the next one? What's the next step? Um. Well, good question, but also you suck. Um, definitely, my goal is to get on either Beyond, Limitless, Defy, Prestige. Either all four or one of the four. Maybe towards the end of 2022 or obviously in my 10-year goal or 10-year span that I, I mentioned, but it's got to be one of them four. It's that's like without a cause was kind of like that little step in the door in the right direction of getting on the bigger and better promotions. But it's I got to get on one of those next four. All right, we'll, we'll make sure to tag those next four and do what we can to make that happen. Heck yeah. So Kelso was so nice that there's another question coming. So, uh, who is the one person you want to wrestle, past or present? Past, I would say, ooh, if we got to go far back, it's got to be Brett, Bret Hart. I would love to face Brett. Uh, definitely, I've watched his stuff a lot, and I take a bunch of his te- technical uh things that he does in the ring so i think 
getting the chance and the opportunity to be in the ring with him and have a match with him would be under par. Uh, and then future or now, I, honestly, uh, I want to I want to match with Serpentico. It, it's we've been talking about it, uh, and I joke with him all the time about it. Uh, but I think one day it's I think everything's gonna just line up perfectly, and we can finally get the one on one because Braxton had the match with him, uh, and even then, uh, Nick Marcos, another buddy of mine that used to wrestle. He got a match with Effie's. Like at Elevate, both of them had matches with either or at Elevate, and I never got my opportunity. So it, it's just got to happen. It's just got to happen. Heck yeah. All right. We'll tweet at him as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, ER Chuck um, in the chat actually had first asked, Do you actually play golf? Which we actually discussed during. But he quickly came back and asked, do you play video game golf? Yes, I do have a PGA Tour 2K21, um, and I am the best. So uh, at Sarah Pinnico as well, if we, we talked about having a one-on-one in, in 2K21. If you're about it still, ping me up. Let's go. What's the oldest golf game that you I used to have uh, Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2006, and one song that comes off of there that like sticks with me forever is DMX's "Party Up," and and it's just hilarious how it would like you could be you would be playing around, and the music would be playing in the background, and I remember playing as Tiger, and doing a drive. And that song just comes on. I just remember as a little boy just banging my head and just like just going with the song. And then anytime I hear it, I instantly think of that game. Awesome. The soundtracks really were something else in some of those games, the EA games that were coming out at the time. It was crazy, honestly. Um I wish they would do that now, like still do songs like that, like bring in nice old songs like that and put them in games now yeah definitely all right so i'm going to twist this one so er chuck again came with another question um i he asked would you want to be on the scenic city invitational tournament the answer is obviously yes you're not going to say no i'm good no thank you so i'm going to twist the question a little bit so scenic city invitational is coming up that weekend also has futures, obviously, as well. What's your best pitch to be included in that weekend? Well, you know, I last time I checked, tournaments are my thing, especially in golf. And quite frankly, I've only been in one tournament in wrestling. So, you know... I should have that opportunity to showcase what I got anywhere I go, any tournament out here in, in any in any state. And, you know, especially the Cynic City Invitational or Futures. Uh, I actually have been in talks with him since I started. And I remember, I think one time he told me it, you have to have a following and this, this and that. 
And then I was like, well, dang, like, I didn't know it was all that. So, you know, I gave it a few years and I came, hit him up this time. He said they were already kind of getting it together. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm not going to take that answer because eventually I will get on that tournament, whether it's this year or next year. But Dale, Dale's got to run it. Dale's got to run the tournament because I got to be on top of the leaderboard. So if you don't add the golf father professional wrestling, is it really a, a good tournament? Or is it just above average tournament at this point? You got to have the greatest wrestlers in that tournament. You know what I'm saying? That's a good pitch. You got me I mean, sold. If you, if you want the tournament to be up to par. Yeah, you got to have the golf father professional wrestling. Well, those were questions from chat. It's an excellent pitch. I think I might clip that and share that with a few people that I might know about. Uh, thank you for asking those questions, chat. Thank you for answering those questions. Dale, Dale, are you prepared for the lightning round? Uh, I honestly don't even know what's going to happen, but uh, sure, let's let's get it done. All right, let's get the lightning round started. Here it is. Any questions? They are very random all over the place answer them the first thing that comes to mind whether it be yes no or whatever that question may be don't think about it too hard okay all right we're back here's the 10 questions starting at number one these questions came straight in from the captain himself captain chuckle number one other than golf what's your next favorite sport football number two what would the name of your autobiography be called? Living Under Par. Number three, what kind of jokes are your favorite to hear? Dad jokes. Number four, what makes you angrier than anything else in the world? <laughs> uh, doing stuff that you say you're going to do, but you don't do it. Number five, golf course you've always wanted to it's got to be Augusta. Number six, who would you invite over for dinner? Dinner, you can invite any celebrity. Uh, Will Ferrell. All right. Number seven, would you rather be the funniest or smartest person in the room? It's got to be the smartest person in the room. Number eight, favorite of the seven wonders of the world. Uh. Can I pass? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I honestly don't even know what the seven wonders of the world are. I don't right either. Now. They yeah, change every year problem. too, don't they? Yeah. I I don't know. I'd have to look it up. We're gonna cross that one out. Bad question, Chuck. Bad question. Number nine. One item that is always in your fridge. Uh, all my milk. Number ten. Peanut butter. Chunky. Or smooth smooth all the way that was the lightning round that was about nine questions in a pass so those were 10 questions dale you survived great job thank you so much val thank you back to you 
So um, while you guys were finishing up there, I was looking up the Seven Wonders of the World because I was completely curious. Um, so we have the Great Wall of China, um, a pyramid in Mexico that I definitely can't pronounce. Yeah. Petra. Um, it's an ancient city in Jordan, I guess, which I've never heard of. Machu Picchu, that one I know. Mm. Um, Christ the Redeemer, it's the big Jesus statue in Brazil. Right. The Colosseum. Uh, and the Taj Mahal. Definitely the Coliseum, then. It, I love that thing. Hell yeah. Excellent choice. <laughs> so now we've got that taken care of. Uh, <laughs> what upcoming shows do you have besides all of them all the time? Oh, well, uh, if we look at that, that big long list, uh, definitely got DreamCon Wrestling this weekend in Waco, Texas. Uh, the next weekend, I will have uh, Milton, Florida, Coastal Wrestling Federation. Uh, yeah, in Florida. And then I'll be debuting in Oklahoma for Wrestling for a Cause on the 26th. So then after that, it's uh, Mania Weekend. Get to do a few things, try to get around, you know. And then I got Missouri on the 9th in April. Another CWF, Kansas debut, and West Virginia uh, to in April. And then other than that, kind of need to just watch where I'm going. Where are you going to be at in Missouri or Kansas? I will be at ICWF in Missouri and Prairie Championship Wrestling in Kansas and International Combat Sports for West Virginia. Nice. I'll message you because... Kansas and Missouri, like, not far from me. Mm-hmm. Something I could potentially travel to. Heck yeah. If I'm not and I'd love to go see more wrestling. And it sounds like you're going to be in Dallas. Awesome. I hope I get the chance to meet you because I'm going to be in Dallas. Awesome. Maybe we can. I hope so. Like, I'll be around. <laughs> Going to all of the wrestling that I can possibly handle and muster. It'll be fun. But, um... Thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. Like, it's been really fun talking with you and getting to know you a little bit better. Um, where can other people find you? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, OnlyFans, TikTok, merch, everything. Uh, Twitter and Instagram are the same handle, uh, Dale Springs Pro. Facebook, just look up Dale Springs. I have a page and a actual, like, profile. Um, no OnlyFans, no TikToks. Uh, but merch, you can get it at either Pro Wrestling Tees, if you just look up Dale Springs, uh, but I'm really moving towards Brain Buster Tees, so I got all, all my stuff on there, including my new shirt that I thought I had on just a second ago, but I don't, uh, and it's the Happy Springs More shirt, um, and as well as What a Maneuver has my Golf Father shirt. Uh, other than that, it's been a pleasure from you both, and I really enjoyed it tonight. Well, once again, thank you for hanging out with me tonight. Thank you, everybody in chat, for hanging out. Be sure to tune in next week, um, which will be 316, Stone Cold Day. And I'm going to have the Swiss Army Knife of Wrestling, Stepstool Sarah, on to talk about literally all of the things that they do, which is all, like all the things. So be sure to stop by next week and listen to that. 
Um, once again, thank you so much, Dale, and thank you, Chad, and everyone have a good night. Thank you.